This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Walter Fun TV, the joy and the pain podcast on uh, the TalkSport Network is all live and up and running. And today we're looking at the new arrivals to League Two. And there's one team that seems to be getting quite a lot of media attention. Um, so we thought we'd better talk to Nathan from uh, Wrexham. How you doing, Nathan? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, really appreciate it. Nah, it's good, mate. Um, so for those that have never heard about Wrexham, is there anyone? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where, where, have you, where have you been? Have you been under some sort of rock? Um, no, Wrexham are... Yeah, it is... You know, as a lifelong fan, it is very, very strange. Very enjoyable, as you can imagine, but all yeah. very strange to see, you know, Wrexham getting so much global attention. As in a, I mean, I, in my opinion, Wrexham are probably the most talked about team outside the top six of the Premier League. Um, absolutely. You know, I think yeah, it's, it's hard to hard to argue against that in the world. Um, and you know, for the for the lifelong fans, I mean, I've been all over Ebb's Fleet. Dartford, Aldershot, and we've lost and played rubbish and changed our squad every year. And every club's had that. I know every club's had yeah. disappointing seasons, but we had a long, long time of rubbish. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm enjoying every minute of this now. Well, uh, on the on our channel, we talk about the joy and the pain. I'll get that right in a minute. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, there you go. You you've got to endure the pain to uh, fully appreciate the joy. So uh, as a Wrexham yeah, fan, you're yeah, totally, very aware yeah. of uh, the trouble there. I think before we get to more recent times, um, if we just sort of step back, um, back in 2004, uh, people may be not aware, Alex Hamilton was the uh, the chairman then, and he gave notice to uh, for Wrexham to leave the stadium at the race course ground. He wanted to put houses on there. Yeah, no. it's uh, well, well, he actually wanted to put a B and Q on there. Um, and and that was the so every time we see a B and Q in Rex and I, we're always a bit jittery. Um, but it's it's I, I mean, I can we can joke about it a little bit now, but it is still very, very, very sore topic. And you know, the documentary, yeah. if you've seen Welcome to Rexham, they did touch on it. Um, and I say that because it's nothing to it's not to be spoken about lightly or 
for any club really you know with any kind of trivialness um because yeah. it's not funny it's uh the idea that you could be kicked out of you know the oldest international stadium in the world one of the yeah. oldest clubs yeah yeah our yeah being kicked out of your home and with so much history there and before we came on we were talking about Porto and Zaragoza and Roma and you know Wrexham's rich history in Europe through the through the Welsh Cup and, and in the Cup Winners Cup, yeah. and all that would have been eroded. Arsenal, Mickey Thomas scoring in front of the the you know we call it the Tech End oh, you know behind one yeah. of the goals you know all of that would have been eroded as soon as you move. And so th- what the fans did then you know the takeover is for everybody for newer fans and for younger fans, but it's especially yeah. for those that that fought, you know, with their own money and their own, yeah. you know, There's mental like health and everything like that. 2,000 in the supporters' trust, wasn't there? Yeah, but, you know, everyone who, who sacrificed time and, and money and and all sorts of stuff, you know, that, that, that they sacrificed to keep the club, you know, they, without them, we don't have a take, we don't get this Hollywood yeah ride now and we don't get to be one of the most hated teams in league two and everyone's <laughs> jealous of us and and all that sort of stuff we don't get that because the the, the club would, would I, I dare to think i dread to think what what would have happened so yeah i'm very proud looking back that you know i was younger than i was starting to go watch matches in 2004 that kind of time yeah and so i i wasn't there on that front line helping like i probably would be now at the age i'm at now yeah. So yeah, I've I've got an immense amount of of gratitude to those that that did save us then. Because you were saved then, um, but obviously there was the administration as well uh, around mm. that kind of time. So very difficult time, and then falling out of the league after eighty seven years. Um, obviously that's sort of deep deep felt pain. Um, from a Warsaw perspective, we've been sort of flirting with relegation and uh, the risk of falling out of the EFL is sort of a big, scary one, really. And the National League, um, it's now easy ground, is it now? There's a lot of money spinning around there. It's not just uh, Wrexham. There's uh, other teams in there that have had a lot of money, the likes of Chesterfield and that, throwing some big money around, trying to get back into the EFL. Um, yeah, but it's course- tough. It's tough. It's a tough league. It's 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 a tough, tough league. It, it's you know, people will say, "Well, Wrexham bought the way out of the league." I mean, we tried every other way. We got ninety-eight points behind Fleetwood Town, Jamie Vardy, when we didn't have two pennies to rub together. Really, the fans yeah. were ch- chipping in the money. We got to the final, lost to Newport County, obviously one of the former clubs of um, of, of, of Michael Flynn. You, you obviously you lot know well, um, yeah, yeah. and 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 kind of. We tried every other way, and and look at the teams that come up that do well. They've spent money, so I I, yeah. I I don't care one bit about anyone who says, "Oh, you spent this much, or you spent that much." Wrexham produced a record season, and, and I would say that if you do go down, it is one of the most gut wrenching things because the the journey back to prosperity is so hard, is so yeah. so hard. You've seen Scunthorpe straight fear. through. That's you know, you've fear, seen old, yeah. you've seen Oldham yeah. basically have to spend a bit of money. Scunthorpe went, Oldham nearly went. Um, and it's tough. It is, you know, you got to go to places like Bromley, and and uh, Boreham Wood, and these real savvy teams that you would look down on now as a football league team. Yeah. You look at them and say, "Well, we're in a different level to them." But when you're in the same league as them, it's doesn't matter where you've come from or where you've been. Joy and pain, you were saying, a lot more pain than joy. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> you've sampled a bit of the joy there, haven't you? That's it. Uh... <laughs> you rise. Right now we're getting some of the joy. We've, we've been we're in 
if anything, we're owed a lot of joy. I don't know. I, we, if we're at about 12 years of, well 13 years of fair, misery. Right. Yeah, yeah, there you go, probably. Yeah, I think um, just before the uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Mulvaney guy um, came in, I think you finished 19th, I think, the uh, previous season. Yeah, that it's tricky to read a lot into that. I've spoken to quite a few players from that time since, you know, on the podcast and, and just as, as kind of friends and, and acquaintances. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a bad season. Don't get me wrong; it, it had been turned around. Dean Keats came in and, and and did improve it, but there's a lot of talk about you know COVID saved us. I think we would have stayed up anyway, but yeah, yeah, there's no getting away from the fact that we were channeling in the wrong direction and not the right one. We weren't pushing towards promotion um at that point than than we were kind of um a few years before yeah you touch on uh dean keats there obviously warsaw legend that sort of uh left you and uh, i think you're quite disappointed disappointed when dean keats uh went back to warsaw oh yeah we were cursing warsaw at that point we we were calling <laughs> you lot every name under the sun um <laughs> because we were flying high at that point we were in a really good playoff position with a squad that we felt was pretty competent it wasn't going to run away with the league but it was a playoff contending squad Dean Keats all right everyone will have an opinion on his style of play but it was effective at the National League level he was quite clearly getting us results we had one of the best defenses ever um with him in our history um and then you come along flash your, your nostalgia and your and your Walsall millions or whatever you've got over there at, at Poundland uh, Bescott um not millions no pounds yeah pounds and pennies well you you, you managed look you know you were forget correct me if i'm wrong you were, were you league one at the time of that um yes yeah so it was so it was a two so the way we looked at it was like i think it was i think it was yeah. someone someone said if if you know if, if anyone came to you and said here's a promotion to go up two levels we'd all take it with with yeah. you know we'd all and we'd all history, take that because it's with the club as well obviously yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't anyone it wasn't anyone so we understood it but were we disappointed absolutely and did we like Walsall at that point not not very much <laughs> um i think no, dean keats is the the uh dean keats did a great thing by bringing andy cook to Warsaw, but andy cook was such a a character and a difficult character i think he could he did well to get him and then couldn't manage him. And I think ultimately that proved his undoing. Andy Cook did well for us, but sort of fell out with the fans and it all sort of went a bit pear-shaped, really. And I think Dean Keats sort of perhaps didn't cope with that side of it so well. And I think that was probably his undoing, really. Yeah, it's um, an interesting one because Andy Cook, he really wanted to get Andy Cook for Wrexham for years, you know, for years and years and years and yeah. couldn't get him for whatever reason. As I said, finances were dictating that it was quite hard to get these kind of top tier talents um, at the league. And we've yeah. seen Andy Cook now at Bradford, top scorer in League Two, right? So he's clearly still performing. Um, but it's it's an interesting one because, yeah, certain players, a cliche, but will, would run through the brick wall for Dean Keats. They loved him because he knew yeah. what it meant to be a player. He'd been our, our captain, obviously a legend for Walsall as well. Yeah. But certain players are tricky. Certain players are tricky to manage, and and yeah. Andy Cook's flying now at, at at Bradford under Mark Hughes, but not to be. Yeah, just, for you guys. Just going another three years for him, hasn't he? Yeah, just not not to be for you guys, unfortunately. No, no, no. 
That's in in some ways, I think at the time, Warsaw were happy to see the back of him because he would that sort of fell out with him really. I think supporters had, but it was clear that he was a goal scorer, and um, he's not particularly quick, but he knows how to score goals, and that's uh, that doesn't matter what level you're at. If you can score goals, you're a goal scorer, aren't you? I know it, it does that's get it. harder as you get to the higher levels, um, undoubtedly, but um, it's still tough. Um, so what was your first thoughts when um, Ryan Reynolds and that came in? Did you think this is Christmas or did you think what the hell's happening here? Uh, both. I don't know. Uh, disbelief, first and foremost, because hang, hang on. Hang on, Ryan, Ryan. I'm a big fan of always. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. So Rob McElhenney was that. Yeah. That in and of itself is a. As just as a fan of the show, that is a in and of itself a crazy thing. I heard the name Ryan Reynolds, and I thought, a, there's no way this doesn't go through because people of that level of fame won't be attaching themselves to things that aren't successful. That's and right, b, yeah. and b, he is. You know he is an a he is the definition of an A-list celebrity. So you can say what you want about Rob McElhenney. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. A lot of people do, but Ryan Reynolds is an undisputed global superstar. And I knew that sponsorships, players, the documentary that I'd already been reporting on at that point, yeah. everything was going to explode. And I knew from that moment on when we knew it was Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, nothing would be the same again. Wrexham would never ever be the same club that it was. You know when I was writing for the program or you know when we would go and there'd be three and a half thousand four thousand there i knew that yeah. from that day on it would it would never be the same yeah rob mcelenny i don't really know much about him but obviously ryan reynolds i think you need to be living sure. on the moon to not know who ryan reynolds is <laughs> i would love to have him on the channel and sort of talk to him about la la lands just to wind him up there you to go get well him. hey you never know never get, never say never he came on our channel so you never know but you've you've had him on your channel. Yeah, he came on recently. He's very uh, a fan of the podcast, and he wanted to come and have a chat, which is very generous of him. Yeah, very nice guy, very oh, very down to earth, and um, very down to earth bloke. And yeah, I was very nervous, but then once we were chatting, I was like, I'm chatting to you now. It was very very relaxed. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'll get him on talk about La La Land and pretend he's Ryan Gosling. That would him up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. I'm sure they'd take it in good jest. I'm sure, I'm sure he would. Um, I've just uh, got a couple of uh, little things on here. Let's have a look. We've got... Um, so glad we got out of National League at the first time of asking the hardest league to get out of. That was uh, Bristol yeah, Rovers. That, that, Bristol Rovers, yeah. they. I remember Bristol Rovers. They, I think, again, uh, they all kind of blew into one. I think it was Daryl Clark was managing them then. They were just very slick and, and it is hard to come down and come back up i've seen i think i've seen cheltenham do it i think bristol rovers did it but not many not many do do that where you're able to drop down and regroup and because you've got to be bad to go out of league two you know you, we haven't been in league two for a long time but when you look at it from yeah. afar you've got to be really bad you've got to be be sort of criminally mismanaged to 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 go Walsh, down there we've been trying we've been trying the last three or four years we, we've been getting close to it hopefully Things are on the turn. We're helping so, but you never know, really. <clears throat> um, no. When Warsaw came down from League One, we thought, oh, League Two will be a stroll. We'll be back up again. And um, four years later, we're still uh, not even uh, looking close to returning, really. So that's uh, a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, the uh, Rovers guys just got one other comment here. Hang on. 
they only spent 15,000 on Nathan Blissett. Well, that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, they, they were they were good. They they were good. They were good. Um, Still bounty rocks. I've no idea what that means. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're gonna elaborate. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, now here's a big one. Do you think Wrexham will make it to the Premier League? It's... Has Ryan Reynolds got that much money? I mean, right, but then on the flip side of that, do we currently have more money than Luton Town? I would probably say yes. And Luton Town yeah. are in the Premier League next year. So can Wrexham can Wrexham get to the can Wrexham get to the Premier League? Absolutely. Will they? I don't know. But but if the question was can they get to the championship, definitely. I I think it's gonna it'll come across as too confident, too arrogant taking the league. Wrexham should be, barring a disaster, in the playoffs at least next season. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised with the squad we've got, which has been built for League One, in their opinion, with a couple of tweaks. I would be surprised yeah. if we finished outside the top seven. Um, and that's with respect to the likes of Grimsby, who'll be improved, and Stockport, who'll yeah. be there thereabouts again. MK Dons, I like the appointment of Graham Alexander. Um, Forest Green Rovers will have a go. Dale Vince will want to spend money. Um, Bradford will want to have a go. They've got the top scorer in the division, Andy Cook. Mark Hughes is yeah. no mug. Um, Mansfield, again, they'll be tough with Nigel Clough. So they're at Notts County. They will have a go. They can keep Langstaff. They're probably going to lose Rodriguez you know, on a yeah, free. But, yeah. but if they get David McGoldrick, I mean, that's a very good signing for, for League Two. If, if, you, if it's him and Langstaff up top, so there will be competition, but Wrexham with Paul Mullin, with Elliot Lee, with Tom O'Connor, with the expected signing of Ben Foster, um, Aaron Hayden, Ben Tozer. Although the EFL came out today and they've banned the use of towels um, before throw-ins. I don't know if you saw that, which is bad news for really? our long throw specialist. That doesn't um, make any sense. Why would you ban well, a towel? That's... Well, the players are not allowed to use towels now on the touchline, which has obviously been a big feature of Wrexham's... Uh, Long throw routine, so I don't know. So, uh, well, of... That's easy to get round, though, isn't it? You just have another ball that's dry to switch. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 oh. I mean, there'll be there's always there's always ways around it. But he obviously, but Bentoza likes to sort of do it himself, get the perch on the ball. I don't know all yeah. these different things, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, my point also... being that there's going to be a lot of it's, you know, it won't just be Wrexham. That I don't, I'm not going to come here and say. Wrexham are going to run away with top spot in League Two and are going to fly through League One. But can they get there? Absolutely. Because yeah. you said it yourself about Ryan Reynolds. You've got to be on the moon to not the Ryan Reynolds. Everybody wants to attach themselves to Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds helping you as the face of your brand or being linked to you is a very good yeah. thing. So what's going to stop, I don't know, Ryan Gosling or Dwayne The Rock Johnson or... or, or um, you know any any of these movie stars that he knows saying, you know what, I'll chuck in twenty, I'll chuck in five million or ten million for a for a minority stake. You yeah. never know with these things. You know, you never know as it goes up. You know, um, can Wrexham get there? Absolutely, is the question. Is the answer to the question? Yeah, uh, just you mentioned of Ben Towser with the long throws. Walsall tried that. Um, we had a long throw guy. Um, but we never got any goals from it, so that's. Oh, sure really? Rexham, what were you lacking? Were you lacking? Were you lacking the people on the end of it, though? Were you lacking height and physicality, or? Um, I think the essentially they were just aiming for one player. Um, they're right. throwing it in just one player. It got surrounded by four centre halves. 
and it was sort of never really yeah. happened really i am funny we talked with the, obviously the ron reynolds thing the uh, the previous sponsor that you had uh, that you had for a while Ivor williams trailers yeah for, uh, yeah for five years and then we got like TikTok, Expedia, Aviation there America. There you go, yeah. And now, TikTok, now United, there you go. Yeah, now United Airlines and Vista Print and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's wild. It's amazing. Strange, transition. strange times. Yeah, it, 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 it really is because, as I said to you, we used to have a thing called Build the Budget where fans would put money into buckets all season long yeah. and that would be your transfer kitty for the summer. And just yeah. imagine that for a second. Just think like the fans will be chucking in two, three quid, five, a tenner, something like that. And eventually you pool all that together and you try and get a squad of players at the end of it. And we've yeah. gone from that to having, I mean, the United Airlines, the second biggest airline in the world, something like that, yeah. um, on the front of our shirts for 2023-24, which won't come cheap um, from yeah, their yeah. side because Wrexham is now well, this huge commercial yeah. beast. So. Ollie Palmer from uh, Wimbledon, three hundred grand. That's that's a lot of uh, pounds, isn't it? In the bucket. Yeah, I mean, club club yeah. record signing. I wasn't I, I wasn't sure how long the Joey Jones being our record signing would last. You know, Joey Jones is Joey is Jones, the legend, Mister Mister. You know, he is Mister Wrexham, the legend, the the one the one figure that I am campaigning to get a statue uh, at the ground whenever they whenever they get round to uh-huh. that, if they ever get round to it. Yeah. Um, love that, and, and and there'd be no one in Wrexham that would that would be against that. Um, he had, I think, his record transfer was something like two hundred twenty thousand, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Oli Palmer, three hundred thousand, blew him out the water. So uh, it's an interesting one. It's it's. Are we going to go and make another splash this summer? I think we'll make one or two. I'm not sure we're going to be poaching any of your players. I don't know anyone we should be keeping an eye on. I don't think you'd be after any Warsaw players, to be no. honest. <laughs> I don't think so. I am not at the moment. I am. Let me uh, let me just go to another message. One second. Um, what do you think? Transfer him Troy Deeney to Warsaw. Yeah, I think that. I don't think that's going to happen. Let's have a look. Let's get another Ryan Reynolds one. There's always Ryan Reynolds questions. <laughs> Would you have been promoted if Ryan Reynolds hadn't come? I think you're pretty close to it. I think a little bit. But, um, the second part of that question: Would we have the players? Would we have the players? We do probably not because we wouldn't be able to afford them. Um, no. to, to answer that bluntly, you know, we couldn't get Paul Moen under the previous regime. We couldn't get Oli Palmer under the previous regime. Couldn't get Elite League. Well, any big, of those players. The big one with Paul Mullin, he'd done very well for Cambridge and got them promoted from League Two to League One. Yeah, yeah. And then when he went to Wrexham, it was like, hey, that doesn't make any sense. And I think, and then the talk was that he was on nine grand a week. <laughs> the talk's on, he's on all sorts of money. I can I can assure you, I've not seen his contract, but I can assure you from people well in the know that he's on uh, nowhere near that, I can assure you. But yeah. there are massive benefits for him that come outside of, you know, he's closer to home. That he's said on the record multiple times, that, that is very important to him. He, yeah. he's, you know, he wants to be with his son. He's doing a lot of charity work for autism. His son is autistic. He's doing a lot of work in terms of raising awareness of autism and wants to be at home in Merseyside, on Merseyside as much as possible. That obviously was difficult being at Cambridge. Um, and, you know, there was some interest about Middlesbrough and teams far away, you know, that would have made sense going up the pyramid. But 
not Premier League, and, and he wants to be. He's adored at Wrexham. He's got a book coming out. His autobiography is coming out, endorsed by yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. That's later this year. He's the star. <laughs> of the, he's the star yeah. of the document. You know, he's the star of the documentary. Ryan Reynolds is absolutely obsessed with him. I think he put him in his recent Mint Mobile advert. Um, yeah. You know, Paul oh, Mullen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a genuinely remarkable player. I'd say he's a club legend already after two seasons, yeah. which is I know that word gets thrown around loosely, but he he's he's remarkable. You know, he is incredible, and 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 where he ends up in our all-time scorers list is is anyone's guess. I mean, he could be right up there, top three of all time. Well, he's going to be heading up there, isn't he? Um, he's got to be. The yeah. uh, what your attendance at the moment? You get about ten thousand, don't you? I think. Is that right, yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, that's the ground, yeah, that's we we couldn't get much more than that in there right now. Um, they're redeveloping the cop end. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um. So, kind of, yeah, uh, I mean, I can't say to the left or right, depends where you're sat, but uh, behind one of the goals are developing that, and that will be a new 5,500 capacity stand. That'll take yeah. it up to about 15,500. In turn, then should elevate the allocation given to the away fans because obviously quite a lot of home fans will gravitate into the new stand. Um, and then we'll be at fifteen and a half thousand. It's bigger than Luton. It's bigger than Bournemouth. It's bigger than some teams in the Premier League in terms of their grounds. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, and and then from there, apparently they want to redevelop the stand behind the other goal. Lots of plans. I mean, they want to get that to a probably twenty thousand plus stadium. I think yeah. double it. How did you get on with the wide matches with such a big support? Um, it's tough. Say Bromley, it's, it's... Bromley and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's tough. Uh, of those ten thousand, I would say you can you can safely say six and a half to seven thousand are not going to go away from home for any game uh, or season. Uh, they're, yeah. they're just not they're just not going to go. They're going to go to all the home games. So then you've probably got three three and a half that would if they could go to the away games i mean our allocations are it depends i mean i've been to weymouth on a tuesday night you can imagine we didn't sell our allocation to weymouth on a tuesday night um and paul moen actually came along at the end and shook everyone's hand that came to the away ground they're far yeah. they, they are they are to gateshead on a tuesday but you know next season got a lot of northern games you know not yeah. just walsall but stop you know a lot more t- a lot more games within close proximity and i would Definitely, say yeah. i don't know i don't say i don't know what the allocation would be at, at walsall for us but i yeah, would say two and, half, it's gonna, two and a half yeah that that's pretty probably good but if it's left, maybe, maybe you know three i think if also wanted to I, cash in cash in <laughs> yeah cash in. i'd say i'd say if it's 
if it's you know kind of a thousand allocation somewhere that it'll be a real scramble to get a ticket and it'll be a kind of yeah. fight to the death in the we have that a ticket in, ticket queue now that comes up it's that in demand and you see yourself in the queue and you get closer and closer and then when you finally get in all the tickets are gone so it's tough it's really really tough but look you know is this the price of success probably i guess so well that's it i think um I was saying to my lad when we we're pulling off the car park near to Warsaw, and it was like, the, if we go up into the next level, it's going to be so hard to get off the car park, and you have to arrive earlier, and uh, takes you longer to get off the car park, and that sort of stuff for the bigger games. So uh, yeah, I mean, do you see? Would do you see that? Like for example, next season, do you think there'll be from a home perspective? Do you think there'll be a change in? in people coming to watch the Wrexham match in particular because of um, the interest so, in Wrexham? Because yeah. the the focus that Wrexham has pulled, it is a game that Warsaw fans are going to want to watch. And, yeah, I mean, uh, look, we saw that in, 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 you know, we saw that in the National League is that a lot of National League teams were getting record crowds when Wrexham were coming to town. And that's not just a thousand away. It's yeah, the yeah. home fans are packed in because they, because it's always, a lot of the time they say on the off chance that well, what if Ryan or Rob turn up? You know, imagine Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Rob McElhinney decide they want to go to um, the best Scott. And, and and I don't know, let's just say last game of the season is away at Walsall and Wrexham can clinch promotion. Then obviously, you know, certainly yeah. they'll be there. Um, and we'll know the fixture soon, obviously June 22nd. But yeah. yeah, a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people go when it, when Wrexham are in town because they're, they're a little bit more intrigued. They've seen the documentary. They want to sort of see it. Um, so it's interesting to see that. I think I think before the takeover, it would have still been a big, uh, a reasonable pull, right. wouldn't it? I think. Yeah, what you, yeah, I think so. But I, I yeah, you're getting about about five, six thousand before, were you? Yeah, we were probably around. I mean, it like you said, we mentioned you mentioned that season we finished nineteenth. I mean, the the attendances were dwindled. You know, they would drop into four, three, eight, maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but then, yeah, we were having typically we were around like five and a half, six thousand, you know, it was pretty solid still. Um, yeah. But now you've got in now we were kind of a passing almost like a toll bridge to get to Liverpool and Everton. You know, people were going through Wrexham yeah. to get there. And actually yeah. now they realize, well, Everton are a basket case right now. They're not fun to watch. Liverpool yeah. have had a tough season. Obviously, they've had a good few years. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Man United have have had a tough season, really. Um, Man City, obviously, not loads of Man City fans about in Wrexham. Um, and now they want to go to Wrexham. Now they're wearing the Wrexham kit. They know yeah. all the Wrexham chants, the songs. So that's been one of the big successes of the takeover, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, you say next year, then, you think... Um... I think Wrexham are definitely going to be top seven. You think? I mean, this is somebody will clip this up. One of your one of your listeners can clip this up and play it back to me when we finish thirteenth or something. Um, <laughs> I I think so. I I think so. I mean, I'm going to give my predictions in full soon on on Rob Brown Red, but I I'd be very I'd be stunned actually. I'd be stunned if if Wrexham didn't get top seven. Yeah, I think that the uh, the word of warning perhaps is uh, Salford. Salford yeah. have had big money spent on them, and uh, they <laughs> just made the playoffs this year. I think wasn't it, or just missed the playoffs? Yeah, they um, did. They, they made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think the yeah. key difference with us and Salford is a. I feel like we've got slightly better players than the ones they've had previously, 
And secondly, they chopped and changed the manager so regularly. You know, yeah. they, they didn't stick. We've got Phil Parkinson. He's built out an identity, 3-5-2. He's got a squad of players. Wrexham is incredibly attractive to go to. You know, it's it's 10,000 every week, soon to be 15,000 every week. Salford, I don't know, three, four, five thousand. Uh, they're, sure. they're not very well supported, really. No. So, look, and I, don't, I don't want to turn this into a big shot at Salford, but Wrexham is, in my opinion, a, a different level. But the word of warning is there. I mean, look, Stockport struggled when they came in last season, didn't they? They were yeah. bottom half nomads for the first few months. It looked yeah, like. I think they were looking together. They were. They were. Um, and yourself, are you got you fearful or you you hopeful that maybe Walsall can kind of get top half and and forever hopeful? But I think um, I think top half, top ten is the aspiration. I think if we were to make top seven, I'd be absolutely overjoyed. Um, reality. Um, what needs to go right for you to get top seven? Do you need to unearth a gem, or or, or do you just need to really just it all stitch together? To be honest, last season we had uh, we had Danny Johnson till January, and we were eighth in the league. Um, we've got the third best defense, def- third best defense in the league, um, and things all look good. And uh, there's one player we'd had on loan from Cambridge, Liam Bennett. He went back in January, and then Danny Johnson. He'd scored 15 in 30 goals for us, and he went back to Mansfield, and that. That derailed us really. Since from that moment on, we were plummeting. Um, we brought in uh, Jamil Matt and Matty Stevens, which was the partnership the Forest Green Rovers had got promoted with the previous season. But Matty Stevens had come back from an ACL injury, and Jamil Matt wasn't fully fit, and um, yeah. it just they just didn't gel. It didn't really happen for what's, them. What's the mood on on Matt Sadler? Because Phil Parkinson, for us, is, we believe, a, a manager more than capable. He's proven it in his career to get us yeah. promotions and, and win trophies and get to finals. Matt Sadler, a bit more of an unknown quantity? Well, he's um, he, he was one of the coaching staff last year and he's been with the club a long time. So he's like from one with within, really. Um, Graham Alexander was the name I thought that we'd have been going for. But, of course, he's gone to MK Dons. But um, Walsall had turned him down. So um, they went through a very rigorous process. But then when you look from the outside, it looks like we've gone for the cheap option. Um, yeah, previously, previously, a few years ago, uh, Dean Smith, he was the cheap option. And um, he did very well for us. And then obviously went on to manage Brentford and Villa and uh, and do very well as a manager. And he got us up to second in the league. And then the experienced manager, Sean O'Driscoll, um, came in to just see us see us comfortable into the playoff, into the promotion. Um, and it all went pear-shaped for him. And he was an experienced head. So you never know. Um, an experienced manager, you would think, would be the safe bet. But quite often, the uh, the fresh guy um, does, the dif- does the difference, perhaps. Um, yeah. It's what assistant managers he gets. There is talk of um, a Billy Davis and uh, Dave Kelly combination coming into support, but that's just pure speculation. Um, but he needs experienced heads around him. So it's going to be, 
we'll have to see what happens in the next month. Like Walsall haven't made any signings yet. So um we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I think if we finish above Wrexham, I'll be overwhelmed <laughs> and delighted. <laughs> you're going up. I think if you finish above us, you're going up. You'll be you'll be in League One next season. So if you finish honest, above think, us. From my point of view, I think I flirting with playoffs and really being involved or involved in the playoffs would be a great season. We absolutely need to get back into League One as soon as possible. But with this, uh, with yourselves and Notts County, that's two playoff spots taken, really. Um, Stockport will so take good. one. That's three. Yeah, Stockport will be up there. Bradford will be up there. Mansfield, perhaps. Um, MK Swindon. Dons will fancy it. They'll, you know, they'll throw money at it, MK Dons. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. It's going to be tough. I think Morecambe. You look at Stevenage and go, they were where they were nowhere. They were nearly relegated, and then all of a sudden, complete one eighty and yeah. in the top three. So it can happen. And again, Carlisle um, went up through the playoffs, but they were one of the lower budgeted teams. Right, there's much bigger money around, and um, and they did it. So it's not all about the money. But the money helps. It the it money. does. I can tell you from experience, it helps. It helps you get people like Paul Mullin, and he scores a lot of goals. And I think he's going to be in with a very good chance of the Golden Boot once again. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, does think. you know Mullin? He's still quite young, isn't he? He's he twenty twenty eight or something like that. Twenty eight in his yeah. prime. Twenty eight. Prime, yeah. Prime Paul. It's, um... I wouldn't be placing many bets on Warsaw to finish above Wrexham. <laughs> I'd keep your money. Keep your money. Invest it elsewhere. Well, not uh, not last year, the year before. I put three bets on. I put a bet on for Warsaw to finish top three, top seven. And then I put one to finish top half, just like a safety bet if the others two didn't come off to tack, even up the money. And um, I lost all of them. Lost three uh, pounds. No, where did you, where did you three finish? Three pounds I lost. With bets 15th, I think. I know. So, um, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Tough, tough stuff. But it looks like it's, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting season. It's going to feel like the championship with the likes of uh, yourselves and uh, Notts County about. I think there'll be a lot of fume of every time Wrexham get picked for TV, every time Wrexham get talked about in any other TV game. I think there'll be a lot, a lot of jealousy flying around, and uh, I'm sure Rob Ryan Red will be getting sent lots of messages from other fan bases. It, it's going to be fun. We're we're enjoy we're enjoying it, enjoying the fume because if people are angry at Rex, that means we're relevant again. Obviously, we're very relevant right now with the ownership. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the face of it, it's, it promises to be a very good season for Rex and very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but as you said, there are no guarantees. And Salford proved yeah. that, and Stockport proved that last season. No guarantee. And, and in League Two, you, you've you've got you've got some teams who like to play it, and other teams that sort of a much more physical element. And uh, the quality is stepping up compared to National League for you guys. So it's a more competitive game every week. Um, and of course, everybody will want to beat Wrexham. Yeah, but everybody. Yeah, but everybody wanted to beat Wrexham this time, and I, just the quality was just. I mean, 
the quality was so obvious. Um, and like you say, maybe yeah. it won't be as obvious this time around, but Mullin, I mean, will be one of the best strikers in the division. That, that won't be yeah. up for debate. Um, you know, Ben Foster would be technically one of the best goalkeepers in the, even at his age, would be one of the best goalkeepers in the division. Yeah. Um, Aaron Hayden, who we got from Carlisle, is one of the best defenders in the division. I mean, Lee, Jordan Tunnicliffe we got from Crawley. He was in the League 2 team of the year before he joined us. Ben Tozer got promoted into League 1 with Cheltenham. Um, yeah. Owen O'Connell joined us from Charlton. They're, I mean, they're all absolutely top class. Uh, who else have we got in there? Tom O'Connor joined us from League 1 Burton. He'll be one of the best defensive midfielders in the league. Elliot Lee will be one of the best playmakers. Andy Cannon's proved he, you know, he dropped from the championship. He'll be he'll be top class. Yeah, we're just gonna have players that I think are up there, top of the class in most positions. There's not gonna be many positions where we're inferior. I don't think on a game day. I th- I think they're used to winning as well. Is the thing we noticed that yeah. when Wrexham yeah. came up. Wrexham came up. I think it was our third game of the season. I think third or fourth game of the season. And we we were ahead of Wrexham, and then just kept going. Stop Not Wrexham. No, Grimsby. This was Grimsby. Oh, Grimsby. Sorry. sorry, Grimsby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Grimsby. Um, I'm old. I get me words mixed up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grimsby. So you were yeah, ahead. Grimsby. You were ahead against Grimsby. Yeah, we were ahead against Grimsby, and they sort of pulled it back, and uh, in the last five minutes, got the win. Um, which was obviously gutting from our point of view, but it's testament to a team that are used to winning. And yeah. uh, I think not County and Wrexham are both going to have that going into League Two, and that will take you a lot, lot of the way, doesn't it? So it's all in the head, isn't it? It's the yeah, Notts County, Notts County is an interesting one because that team could get ripped to pieces. You know, their key players could be gone, and yeah. well, they'll have they'll have elements of it. I mean, if they lose Rodriguez, they lose uh, Aaron Neman, their right wing back. Yeah, you know, if they lose. Lang staff. I mean, that's three of your best players there. Um, how many do I have that question on there? How many do I think Mullin scores? Billy, Bill Faraday's question: How many will uh, Mullin score? Forty-six last season. I mean, I'm going to say I'm being conser- I'll be conservative and say at least thirty. I'll yeah, say at least I think thirty goals. Probably, and if, uh, probably and if, you, but if you if you if he scores thirty goals, happy days. Yeah, that's it. If you get two players that have scored and over over 15, oh, 20, yeah. you're well on the oh, way. Yeah. We need playoffs, but Wrexham and Knotts need to do better if we want playoffs. Now Kinsella and Month. Yeah, that's two big players for Warsaw that have gone. Kinsella had uh, been with Warsaw from the age of nine. He was released at the end of this season. Who's He's, that, Lewis uh, Kinsella? No? Uh, Liam Kinsella. Liam Kinsella, there you go. Liam Kinsella, good CDM, very good ball winner. Um, but doesn't offer anything at all going forward, really. I think he's fair. Um, Manny Month yeah. is a bit of a beast centre half. There was a rumour he was going to Wrexham. I don't know whether that's true. Well, we're all stacked on the centre half front. So I'd be interested if he does turn up there, but not that I've heard. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We will see. We will see. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be I'd be interested to see to see what you think of Wrexham when because you know a lot will be made about Wrexham each week and Every game, Wrexham won't perform. So it might be that at Walsall, we don't play our best. And, and you lot will come away saying, now these are not all that. These are rubbish. Um, yeah. and, and 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 yet we might win 85% of our matches or whatever the case may be. So it's interesting yeah. because, like you say, it's about 
you know, we've had two years of immense pressure to get out of that league. We've finally done it. While there's an element of shackles off, there'd be immense pressure to get out of League Two straight away. And yeah. a little bad run of form, three or four games without a win, you know, what will that do to, as you said before, the momentum that we've got in terms of winning? So I'm excited. I just think we need to hit the ground running. And yeah, yeah we've, got, we've got to hit the ground running. Can't go on like a three or four game you know, winless run to start the season. I think that'll that'll undo a lot of the good work. Um, got a Cambridge fan here. Um, yeah. The reason Mullen scored so many goals was a lot to do with Houlihan in League Two. I think he'll get twenty. Yeah, I mean, look, Joe's question, Joe's Joe or Joey? Uh, forgive me. Um, Joey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Houlihan? Obviously, I, I spoke to a lot of Cambridge fans, and they said he was the key piece. Um, Obviously, Wes Houlihan not at Wrexham, but we've got Elliot Lee and we've got Jordan Davis and we've got Ollie Palmer for interplay. A lot of players that create for him. Sam Dolby, I think, is brilliant. Um, so while we might not have Wes Houlihan, very accomplished footballer, we've got a lot of pieces. And I'm I'm sure that, barring any injury in Touchwood, um, don't want to jinx the injury gods, I think he can get 30. I really do because... Yeah. I don't. I just don't see that number dropping from forty-seven to forty-six, forty-seven to to twenty. I just don't see it dropping yeah. by that many. That that would be quite a drop off for a player that is so supremely confident. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I'll be proven wrong, maybe. He's he's definitely going to be on the twenty plus. I think that's uh, that's oh, fair yeah, to yeah. say. It'd be a disaster if he was on anything less than twenty. I just can't see it. I can't envision it. He's too good, too talented. So, and he'll get too many chances to to not get that many. And as you as you say, because of his personal circumstance, he's not going to be uh, lured away for championship. No, no, no. And that sort of stuff. No, no, no. Nothing like that. I mean, like I said, to you, he's got the book. He's got the you know the the undivided attention of Ryan Reynolds. He's got the family situation. I mean, he's in absolutely no mood to to run the no. contract down or to move anytime soon. So, cult hero status. I mean, he's going to be with us for a, for a while to come yet. I think when when people put money when we're talking about Ryan Reynolds and the likes, when people put big money money into a club, um, when they get to the EFL, you've got the fair play rules. But I think with all the sponsors that Wrexham have got, I don't think that's going to be a problem wow. to them. You've got it. You, you can spend. You can, you can spend something. Like, well, yeah, you can spend something. Was it five times your turnover or something? Or, or there's, there's something like that. It's something turnover yeah. related. I mean, Wrexham are making huge. The, Wrexham's turnover will blow any team in League One or League Two away comfortably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think it. It's just trickier. The harder you go up, and the longer you get stuck in a league, the more tricky it becomes to continue investing yeah. in. And you know, these players are on three, four-year contracts. It's tricky. So. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope I'm speaking to you in a year's time with Wrexham waving goodbye to League Two. And uh... well, uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get you back on, Rob, for our uh, match previews. And uh, sure. when we're coming up against Wrexham. And, yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll know. We'll know soon. June, June twenty second. The fixtures are out. Twenty second so we'll June. Yeah, I think. Where... I'm hoping it's not one of the first fixtures because I've uh, I've got a holiday, so I might miss the first match of the season. So I hope it's not first match of the season. That would be a disappointing oh, one to miss, yeah. wouldn't it? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for you, then it's not. But um, thanks for coming on, Nathan. Um, Thank you very much. I should say good luck to Re- to Wrexham, shouldn't I? Should I? Yeah, yeah. Good luck to Wrexham. Fair play. I'll to say them. good luck. I'll say good well. luck back to Walsall. 
I'll say good luck back to Walsall. You know, Dean Keats, iconic player for us. Walsall means a lot. Walsall means it. Walsall means a lot. No, Walsall means a lot to him, and you know he means a lot to us. So, I think you know all jokes aside, we just don't want to see Notts County go up. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, which which are the main rivals for you that you'd uh, most like to beat? Other than Stockport, County, Stockport. I, think, I think Stockport, Stockport County, yeah. Um, Stockport, Notts, and Bradford will be our big three. Oh, okay. I think they'll be our big rivals in terms. So you knock them down, Mark Hughes. There. Yeah, they're they're the ones. Stockport, obviously, we've had a good rivalry with in recent years. Notts County, obviously, from the last season, and Bradford, yeah. they feel like the biggest fish in the league. And um, they got Mark yeah, Hughes, yeah. obviously, Wrexham Link. That'll be that'll be a belter. That'll be a, um, a Trinity Valley parade Bradford. as well. Look good. Yeah, yeah. that'll be a good support. one for us. They give their season tickets away, I think, at Bradford. I do, they? I think it's gonna be, I yeah, know. it's very, very low. I can't remember the exact rate, but I think it's a very low price for a season ticket. I think it's right, something like right. about £200 for a season ticket, I think. Oh, wow. Something crazy like that. So, uh, But we'll see. Right then. Walsall Fan TV, see. the joy and the pain. Hopefully, a bit of joy for Warsaw, and it'll rub off from uh, Wrexham. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks for coming on, Nathan. Thank and, you so uh, much. We'll, we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.